Hello, Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that makes Cambodia look like Kansas. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! There's your honorable mention. I know! I told you, six lines. I legitimately I almost changed it. It was like, I am abandoning my main line and going with that. Almost said it. I'm glad, because if you'd had a streak... I would have left. <laughs> you know, all things being equal, I'm still calling. I'm the one that wrote down that honorable mention. It's going. It's yeah. It's like it's Mitch a, points. It's a nothing point that you have. It, yeah. It's a Mitch point. It's a pride point for me. Okay. That's no points. No actual points. I'm your host Joe, and I brought along four rescue team members with me. <laughs> We've got sequel. The only podcast that will make you a sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> I almost picked that one. Yes. Corey, the only podcast that ain't got time to bleed. Frank, the podcast that wants you to stick around. And Matt, the only podcast that knows if it bleeds, we can kill it. And the honorable mention was, in fact, makes Cambodia look like Kansas. I really like your choice, Matt. I, I thought it was a good one. I, I, I counted one. the I counted the lines. I said, "Okay, we're under ten, so we're in the wheelhouse." <laughs> There's a possibility here. <laughs> so few, so, so few lines. We're going to be talking Predator this time, in case you haven't picked up on that. But before we start talking about Predator, let's go around the table and let you know what we've been watching. Matt. I've been uh, still watching Rebels, because I like it. And uh, also I watched... Fuck, what did someone send me today? Um, it was some sort of... David S. Pumpkins. It was David S. Pumpkins, that's what it was. David I S. Pumpkins. <laughs> uh, David S. Pumpkins is amazing. If you're one of those people that doesn't like David S. Pumpkins, that's fine. You're there are at least to. one of us here. There's at least one at this at table. Least. You're probably great use of at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So check it out. Corey. I watched the DC crossover event. The um between like the Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I, I skipped the Supergirl one because I read online that it was pointless and I'm not gonna watch that show unless I have to. It's like the lead-in, right? Wasn't it was like yeah, but it was like, but it was like all of Supergirl, like normal episode, and then like the last like ten, fifteen minutes had like a lead-in, so you don't really need it. So I said to hell with that, and started with the Flash, and it was really fucking good. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It almost makes me want to start watching Legends of Tomorrow. That's got the best season so far. Maybe, the, the but season. like it looks, it it actually looks like a lot of fun. And I finally caught up on Timeless, which, if you guys have not started watching it, watch it. It's really good. Frank? Um, I've jumped onto YouTube, and I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Baby Groot kicks so much ass. If you haven't seen that, check that out. And I also watched a video of some guy punching a kangaroo in the face. (laughs) You saw that too, right? The dog's in a headlock or whatever? I thought that was a dingo the whole time, and then I read it, and it was like, it was his dog, and I was like, oh, Okay. You guys watch weird things. It was. How do you not see these things? When you log on to social media, I work too much, and you just see a guy <laughs> punching a kangaroo. Can't help it. Yeah, I like the way he's like, got his dupes up, and then he just, the boom, punches the kangaroo. Kangaroo takes it and just looks at him, like, lets him leave. I was like, damn, that kangaroo could have laid him out. It's not like we googled man punches kangaroo. Yeah, exactly. These things it just came happen. up. Yeah. See, here's the thing. It's like it's one of those videos. Like you're on Facebook and you're just scrolling down trying to piss away time at work. And it's like one of those videos where like the middle is the actual video and then it's got like the black with the bold white lettering on top and the bottom. It's like man punches kangaroo in the face and you're like, well, I'm going to stop here. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to watch this. You're not going to scroll past it. 
So then you stop and you just watch this kangaroo take like a fucking left hook and walk away. Like, all right, good talk. He's like, all right, dogs, let's go. Fair enough. Watch it after this. Okay, great. Can't wait for it. Uh, sequel, right? Right. Sequel. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the wife and I decorated the apartment for Christmas, and we put on uh, a bunch of the Office Christmas episodes. Nice. All classics. Very good. American or British? I don't think there's a British Christmas episode. I wouldn't know. I'm just curious. All American. Okay. Good, 100% good choice. USA. And I watched Batman and Robin and True Memoirs of an International Assassin, which is the Netflix thing with Kevin James. Was that as awful as I expected to be? No, but it wasn't great. Okay. Batman and Robin, the George Clooney. Yes. Why? Stone because. <laughs> you should stone it. Probably never was. No, we're definitely doing that movie. God. We're 100% doing that movie. Damn it. We I can't. Say, there's no reason for you to watch that movie fucking without us doing that. <laughs> I mean, we can't do this podcast and take ourselves seriously if we don't include George Clooney's nipples. I don't do yeah. myself. Seriously. I include George, George Clooney's nipples <laughs> in everything I do. <laughs> I mean, it's the only logical thing to do. Good segue, though. Arnold. There we go. <laughs> Speaking of Arnold, free. also, that concludes what we've been watching. Let's get into movie facts for Predator. Predator was given to us in 1987, which was oh. a great year. Along with me. And me. I was already three. Frank wasn't. Frank, Frank was, was a nightmare. <laughs> Frank was a nightmare in his dad's head. I was coming out the next year. <laughs> you were the anticipated blockbuster. <laughs> the sequel. The sequel. There you go. Teaser trailer in 87. Yeah, there it is. Predator was directed by John McTiernan, who gave us a bunch of movies, but I wrote down a few to, you know, cast his range. Nomads, Die Hard, The Hunt for Red October... Last Action Hero, and Rollerball. The only one I don't know what it is is Nomads. Neither do I. It was the first movie, though. Predator was his second. Whoa, hey. Good but Last Action Hero, so he's worked with Arnold a couple times. He has. Red Die Hard. Fantastic. Yeah, and the second Die Hard. I'll take it. <laughs> it's not a sequel I can get behind. <laughs> you're a sequel. I can you're get the only behind. sequel I can get behind. Hey, you're more than welcome. <laughs> it was like get a rage to see who could make that joke faster. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still beat you. <laughs> Am I behind? <laughs> it's not a race. It's just about pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I may leave all this in. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Predator stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Bill Duke, Jesse Ventura, Sonny Landham, Richard Chavez, Good Luck Me, El Padilla Carrillo, Shane Black, and Kevin Peter Hall as the Predator. The budget for the movie was $15 million. It grossed $98 million, 59 of which was domestic. The scores. Rotten Tomatoes give it a 78%. Certified fresh. The audience on Rotten Tomatoes give it an 87%. IMDb gave it a 7.8 out of 10, strikingly similar to the 78%. Metacritic gave it a 36. What? <laughs> Yo, what? I'm so dumb with Metacritic. And the user score on Metacritic was 8.7. What? Metacritic makes no sense to me. Uh, I, You know what? Here's the thing. Like, Metacritic is usually, like, a bit lower. And I understand. Like, whatever. It's it's lower. Okay, sure. But that's not even in the fucking ballpark. That's not even playing the same game. Like... No? Did you search for the right... Yes, it's the right one. one. Okay. Just making sure. 
And that's all I have for the facts. So let's get into our general thoughts about Predator, and then we'll do spoiler stuff. Sequel. Predator is one of the best action movies of the 80s. You get what you pay for with this movie. It's as advertised. It's guys going into the jungle, fighting an alien. That's it. It's awesome. I love it. It's in my Mount Rushmore of 80s action movies. So there were four 80s action movies. Got it. (laughs) The Sequel Mountain. The Sequel Mountain. One of the best four 80s action movies. Frank. Um, This is the first time that I'm actually watching this to completion. I've seen, like, scattered, like, different parts of this movie on TV and a whole bunch of other places. And, yeah, it was good. Um, I enjoyed the action. The story was very easy to understand. It was just, like, there. Um, and, yeah, it. some parts are a little weird-looking, but I guess it's just for the time, obviously. But I enjoyed it. Matt? Nomads is a movie about a French anthropologist who moves to Los Angeles and is followed by evil spirits of an extinct tribe he once uncovered. Incredibly relevant, thank you. That sounds ridiculous. And the anthropologist is Pierce Brosnan. So I watched Predator. It was alright. It's the 80s. So uh, there was a lot of explosions and weird, weird fucking, like, not special effects, but stunts. Like, the stunts were just awkward sometimes, where it was like, you were not touched at all and then thrown across this small area and uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of weird faces and uh, interesting close-ups. But um, it was fun. I like I like Predator. Corey? The Predator is far and away my favorite sci-fi movie monster. If you log on to our Instagram, you will see that I have an exceptionally large tattoo of the Predator on my thigh. I love this guy. I've loved every iteration of him. I've loved him in the books. I love him on screen. And this is probably the first movie that got me into sci-fi as a genre in general. So it has a very special place in my heart. As far as the movie is concerned, I think it's great still. Um, It holds up. It's got a couple weird tropey things that we'll get into. But overall, the movie is honestly fantastic. Alright, so Predator was a movie. Oh, there it is. Joe said, I'd rather watch Batman and Robin. <laughs> Whoa. Stop the words in my mouth. Off the brakes on that. Well, you're right. <laughs> so this movie was made in the 80s, before effects were good. The acting in this movie is not good. Obviously, it's not expected to be good. There but wasn't acting. <laughs> there was a little bit of acting. Yeah, there's you're right, there's one or two passable performances in this movie. But... I'm not trying to judge it based on the fact that it was made in the 80s. I just... There are 20 to 30 minutes of this movie that are phenomenal, and everything else is meh to me. And that concludes all of our general thoughts. So, from this point forward, we're going to be getting into spoilers. So if you've not seen Predator yet... Oh yeah, by the way, this is my first time watching Predator. So if you're like me and haven't seen Predator yet, press pause now and go watch it, unless you don't care about spoilers because it's Predator and... Who cares? With made in 87, might be before you were born. I'm talking about the spoilers. I know. Okay. <laughs> There's no giant plot here. It's true. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. There's a meta plot. On a second viewing, maybe I'll be able to dig out some hidden... There's a meta plot. It's an allegory for hunters and their prey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an allegory for the folly of man. God damn it. And we're back. It's nothing. <laughs> I think we just broke Matt. <laughs> Matt just had an existential crisis on set. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> it means nothing. Hubert, hold me. 
He can't even cut off his hands. <laughs> He's got arms, doesn't he? You fuck, hold me. So who wants to start? What stuff is going to stay in? Well, why don't we, um, me and Sequel have a bunch of fun facts about Predator. So we can get those out of the way real quick. Only if you do the head head thing every time you say a fact. That's hot. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So there is an actor in this movie, um, the guy who plays Hawkins. He's the one... Shane Black. Hmm? Shane Black. Shane Black, yes. He actually was not brought on for his acting prowess, but because... Shocking. No, he actually got brought on because he is an expert scriptwriter. He is the guy who wrote and directed Iron Man 3, to put it into perspective. He is also the guy who has been in charge of, I think, the last two Predator movies, or at the very least, the most recent one, and the one that will be coming out in the next couple years. And which one is Hawkins? He's the one with the glasses. He's the one that keeps making the jokes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I would say the jokes, but that might be too much for our audience. That's fine. I love you guys. If they weren't funny in the movie, they won't be funny now. <laughs> I left. I almost Camden that. knows all the jokes already. <laughs> they have them on billboards. Oh, <laughs> all over God. town. Wow. <laughs> Sexual Tyrannosaurus, that's my favorite one, bro. The original choice <laughs> to play the Predator was Jean-Claude Van Damme, who actually signed on, was on set, and was dropped from the project for two reasons. First one, he didn't realize he... His face wouldn't be shown at all, which is oh kind of dumb. I mean, read the script. You, you you should be able to figure that out. So, And the second reason, the suit was too hot. He couldn't handle it. But they wanted the Predator to be more of an agile martial artist instead of the uh, weapons specialist that he was. Yeah, the big brooding weapons specialist. <laughs> what was Bruce Lee doing? I, I mean, I wouldn't say he wasn't a martial artist. I would just say that he wasn't filmed as such. Well, here's the thing. Like, if you put if you put Jean-Claude Van Damme in that suit and you keep him in that suit, that final encounter where the mask comes off, granted, when Jean-Claude was there on set wearing a suit, the Predator looked nothing like this. It was actually James Cameron who came up with the idea for the look of the Predator that we ended up getting in the movie. But nonetheless... You, if he, even if that's the other predator, whatever. When he takes Arnold and pushes him up against the rock, Arnold is dangling, and Arnold is a monster of a man. What is he? Six, five, probably at least. I don't know the exact height of the Governor, but I'm sure he's tall. Hubert on it, don't worry. Yeah, Thank he's, you. He's typing. Six two. Six two. All right, still. Really? That's still tall. Yeah, no, it is. So, like, you have. A guy who's 6'2", getting held 6, 7 inches above the air, can't do that with Jean-Claude in the suit. Jean-Claude is 5'10". The actor who played the Predator... Name escapes me. Kevin Peter Hall. 7'2". Yeah. Damn. Also, also oh, played insane. Harry in Harry and the Hendersons. I was going to say the name sound familiar. He's got I a think, niche. <laughs> I think he's done a lot of like big characters. I think that's kind of his well, thing. I mean... And he is... In the movie, as himself, he's the pilot of the chopper at the end of the movie. The chopper. Get to the chopper! Good for him. Hmm. Hope he got two checks. <laughs> so, yeah, you're gonna, going from a 5'10 guy to a 7'2 guy. Yeah, you get, totally that, different you, you get that cool thing where, like, he's still silent, he's still kind of agile, he's still able to, like, climb up and down trees without anybody really noticing him, and he still has that towering presence over a man who is, as far as we're concerned, the biggest man on the planet. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's an effect, and I'm, I'm, frankly, I'm glad that Van Damme dropped, because... Would have been a totally different movie. Yeah. Although that last fight sequence would have been awesome. 
spinning roundhouse kicks. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to take that seriously. Aliens fight the same as we do. Those are the facts? Uh, those are the ones that I had that I really wanted to talk about. You have anything else? Van Damme was my go-to there. No, yeah, I guess that's all the big... I mean, there's a whole bunch of little, like, fun facts that you can, like, pry out of this movie, but those are the, those are the biggies. Arnold dropped a lot of weight during this movie because they filmed it in Mexico and uh, he wasn't eating the food down there. Wasn't wasn't feeling it. <laughs> I had burritos. <laughs> well, they were talking about how like grueling it was. Like it was almost like a survival challenge filming the movie mm. because they kept like that the scene where um at the end ish where he like goes over the waterfall. The the chase scene in the water is what they describe it as. The chase scene in the water. Um, the water was like still and stagnant and like filled with leeches. Like, the Predator came out, and his Predator suit was just covered in leeches. So, like, it was not a fun experience, but it was all filmed on location south mm-hmm. of the border. Two of the actors in the movie went on to be state governors. Only time that's ever happened. Probably true. Right. I think no, that's one of the... It's, it's either the only time or one other time it's happened. Were they both in another movie together? No. Uh, I mean, are they in Expendables together? Does Jesse Ventura... How many more movies did Jesse Ventura do? I don't know off the top of my head. I know this was his first movie. I I thought he was in one of the Expendables movies. I don't think so. Expendables. I haven't seen the Expendables, any of them, but I want to. You don't need to. The first one. The first one's good. But I haven't seen the first... (laughs) See, the second one and the third one I can always find. I can't find the first one, so I don't want to watch the other ones. I I know it doesn't matter, but... Um, well, it looks like it's three altogether, and according to IMDb, Batman and Robin in 1997 is one of the three. Batman and Robin, The Predator, and The Running Man. So The Running Man is also a movie with two state governors in it, as well as, uh, well, he's also in Demolition Man, but that does not have a state governor in it, although Arnold is mentioned in Demolition Man. Alright, so I'm done with my fun facts. What did you guys think of it? I like the practical effects. I thought they looked good. When they used them, they looked great. Like, when they were taking down that fucking operation in that, like, village area. It looked... It was pretty cool with all the explosions and stuff. I love that scene, except for the fact that as the scene progressed, like, the gorilla camp got bigger and bigger yep. and bigger. <laughs> I, like, to a point that it got silly after a while, and I never noticed it until this time. Like, I remember, like, they look over the, the ridge, and it's like this tiny little gorilla camp. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely doable. And then he picks up the car with his bare hands because he's, you know, the governor. It blows up. And then as they progress through that scene, there's just another little tent. Ten more guys, another, like, building, ten more guys. It's just silly. I loved it, but it was silly. I mean, I think that's the difference between 80s action movies and now. It's just like, for whatever reason, they didn't think that far into writing, the process in general, and it's just like things get way out of proportion way quickly, and people overthink them nowadays. And back then, people were just like, yay! This popcorn's delicious! I would love some popcorn. I love it for that reason. They don't make movies like this anymore. I mean... Except Kung Fury. Yeah, and I guess the Expendables, you know, it's kind of almost making fun of themselves by having all these action stars in it, but this is... Plot's basic... A lot of guns, a lot of killing, 
No reloading. No reloading. Lot of oh, they reloaded. A lot of explosions. They reloaded. I watched that scene where they, they mowed do. down the woods because the predator... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. After they mowed down the woods, yeah, they reload. I'm talking about the big gorilla, the gorilla oh, okay, fight. Gotcha. No reloading. Just... Although, Arnold has my, like, my favorite gun ever, the M203 gun system. That thing is awesome. I like Jesse Ventura's gun. Oh, well, the, the minigun? Yeah, that like, doesn't really exist in real life. Yeah. <laughs> what did they call it? They had a special name for it. Did anybody catch it? No. Little Painless or some nonsense like that? I'll, I'll look it up. I'll get Hubert on it, I should say. Um, something he like can't that. type. Damn it, you're right. And he can't do speech to text. We got the Google Glass, it's fine. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, Patreon supporters. Um, the only gun in this movie that was cooler than... Um, Arnold's was the Native American guys. He has like a legit 12 gauge shotgun stapled to the bottom of his M16. Like they didn't even try to like make it like look like it's one. Like it's just two guns with like zip ties. Like (laughs) it was so cool. It was it was cool looking, and they call that something cool too. Like uh, the lock, the lock nest monster, (laughs) the lock breaker, something like that. Yeah, something exists. I don't know what it's called off the top of my head, but I know it exists. Mythbusters is something about it. Yeah, so if I saw this movie in the eighties, I totally would have had like a huge barrel of popcorn. Like that's the type of movie this is. You just like sit there. You don't really have to think about anything. You just pack the popcorn away and then just enjoy it. And I think that's what this movie was intended to do. I really think they needed to go too crazy with the writing because it was fine the way it was. Well, one of the things that I noticed this watch through in it. It was actually because I was doing some research on the movie, but did anybody else notice that, like, the filming seemed to get better? Like, the actual footage started to kind of look better towards the end? Like, the like the final scene's footage was a little bit clearer mm-hmm. than the ones very early on? Like, the first, like the opening sequence kind of looks hazy, and then as you get to the end, it actually starts looking better? I actually made a note to myself, not, like, notes, but watching the movie, I was like, this movie looks, I mean, I'm sure it's remastered. At least the one I watched, but mm-hmm. it looked pretty good in the beginning of the movie. I noticed. I was like, "This looks pretty good for a movie that was made in 1987." No, it did, but there was definitely a couple parts, especially at the end, where it was like way clearer. And I'm watching it on like a plain, non-remastered DVD, mm. and the first couple scenes, it looks a little hazy, and then at the end, it looks much better. And um, the reason that that was is because they took like a three-month break in filming, and it actually helped them because they went and showed the first, like, two-thirds of the movie, and they greenlighted, like, a whole mess of more money so they could do bigger, better action sequences towards the end of the movie. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. That explains why the last third of this movie is the best part right. of it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they were doing it, you know, but the first two-thirds they liked so much that they gave them that much money. But Arnold wasn't eating, so they needed to take a break. I don't like tacos. <laughs> Let's see how many Mexican foods you can name in the Arnold voice. <laughs> I don't like chicharron. <laughs> Fuck the burritos. Here's the burritos. Fuck the taquitos. Okay. Rice and beans. <laughs> A lot of 80s cheese in this movie. Tons obviously. of it. You got your Arnold puns. Is right, it 80s cheese, one. though? It, it, it's it, 80s cheese now. It was still 80s cheese then. They just didn't know it yet. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Did they know it? Dude, stick around after throwing the machete. And you know, that's another fact. The reason they threw the machete is too heavy for Arnold. It's 20 pounds. He didn't like holding it anymore. So they added a scene where he threw it through somebody. 
And then got angry at himself when he went to grab it. Yep. Knock, knock, I think was another line. When he busted through the door. Yeah. And the cheesiest scene of all, when he meets Dylan. Oh my god. And they (laughs) hold hands... Slap high five, and you see the they arm wrestle in midair. Yeah, that's, what yeah, that's what it's called. Arm wrestling in midair to show their rippling biceps. <laughs> uh, you have Apollo Creed and Arnold Schwarzenegger in a room together. If you don't accentuate and show off those biceps, you're doing it wrong. Product, please. Apollo Creed, Creed versus the Terminator. <laughs> I was about to say, I like the way with Apollo the Creed got his movie name, <laughs> yeah. but Arnold. Was, there, was the Terminator even out yet? The Terminator doesn't get released till the 90s, does it? 84. 84, yeah. Yeah, really? fucker. Yeah, I was, yeah. About to say, I was about to say. There was an SNES game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what SNES is, Corey? Oh, fuck all of you. Fuck all of you. Terminator. By the way, that's a good one. By the way, Terminator also in my Mount Rushmore for 80s action movies. There. Can't wait to find out the other Okay, what are the other two? Do it. First Blood. Yep. First Blood's a good movie. Die Hard. You're welcome, probably questionable podcast fans. The other choice that I was debating was Aliens. <laughs> aliens, not Alien. Alien came out in 79. Really? It's also... It does not qualify. Movie. See, this is what's <laughs> happening to me, too, as I'm looking... I'm so far removed, I never know when these ones come out. Also, Alien is more of a... The first one's more of a horror stalker True. movie. It's not True. an Alien. action movie at all. True. Yeah. Aliens is definitely an action movie. I was just shocked that you said 79 anyway. If you had said 80, I would have been like, okay, that makes perfect sense. But the fact you said 79, I'm like... AVP. I can't even imagine 79. I can imagine 80. It's probably just like 84, just not. But four years early. Exactly, before four years early. <laughs> Judgment Day came out in the 90s. No, maybe that's what it was. Judgment Day. Judgment Day was definitely the first one I saw, too. Really? Yeah. I definitely saw the original Terminator. Well, you were like mom. 15 when it came out, so... <laughs> Zing. <laughs> of your mom. 15 days old. <laughs> I don't know where he's going with this. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of old movie tropes in this, though. Definitely. Um, I did find it interesting or funny, and the only reason that this happens is simply because they need her to drive the plot forward. But the only person that doesn't get shot sight on scene is the chick. And she comes up from behind with a gun. <laughs> like, there's no way she would have been alive. Like, they've been just, like, body moves, shoot it with as many bullets as you can. He's standing out a window looking outside. Here's the click of a gun behind him, and he just, in the face? That's convenient. No way. Rifle butt to the face. So Good night. I thought it was like a backhand. No, no, it was a, it was a straight. Damn. Brutal. Yeah. Which probably would have broken her jaw, so she wouldn't have been able to talk the rest oh, of the movie, anyways. Like a rare hitter, yeah. Just like Arnold. Good thing he cheated. <laughs> Typical Terminator. Not wrong. Now I just want to see him twirl a, a lever action gun. I like the way she was used in the movie, though. Like she wasn't a love interest, but like, kind of shows Dutch's moral code. Like he's not going to kill her. Yeah, but the only reason he doesn't just kill her in the first place was for some... Because there's an alien. Intel? Well, he doesn't know that. But, he does, but what I'm saying is he doesn't know. Everything in this camp has been killed immediately. As soon as it moves, it gets shot. And then for whatever reason, in this particular moment, he decides to just take the butt of his gun and punch her in the face with it. It's just an, like an interesting... I mean, you need it to happen, it but... It advances the plot. It does. It advances the plot. 
Is there any meta knowledge or some scene that I may have missed where they explain why the Predator is here? No. Mm-mm. There isn't, right? Okay, it's just like... The ship comes, <laughs> the Predator goes on the Earth, that's how the movie starts, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. See, okay. I'm just checking. So the one of the, th- the one of the cool things about Predator as a series is that you get increasingly more information about why they're here. <laughs> Predator as a series is not cool. That's one of the things I was going to bring up. This is by far and away the best of the series. Every other movie until the last, the Pre- Predators, which came out in 2010, is god-awful. Nah, I agree oh. or disagree. Predator 2? Yeah, I didn't mind it. Danny Glover at his best. In L.A.? You shut your mouth, it's lethal weapon. Danny Glover's in Predator 2. Oh. He is. What? Danny Glover is, in fact, in Predator 2. I'm just saying, Lethal Weapons is the best word. Oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, okay. Got it. I was defending Predator by saying... Predator Cut that out. Future terrible, dude. Whatever. I, dude, <laughs> you can say whatever you want about the Predator series as a whole. The point is, He's got one of leg. the cool things about this series is that as you go through the movies, you get increasingly more information about why they're here. It takes up until 2010 to really get the full picture. I don't know, I think you have the full picture in the first movie. It's just not written out for you. It's not obvious. It's not flushed out. It's not, you know, they don't use exposition to tell you. He's killing the toughest people he can find and collecting their spines as trophies. Skulls, mostly, but... Skull and spine. It's his trophy. Depends on the body. But you see the skull and spine in Predator 2, you like, do. in his trophy room, and you also see the skull of the... Uh, Xenomorph. Xenomorph, which leads into Alien vs. Predator, which is the best part of Predator 2. Is seeing the xenomorph skull hmm. and Danny Glover. <laughs> it also has a T Rex skull in there. Does he? Yes. Yeah. But Danny Glover. <laughs> but Danny Glover. Does Danny Glover t- does get like a night, like an eighteen, like sixties pistol. Nice. Maybe it's a seventeen. It might actually be like a f- old flintlock pistol. It's kind of cool. Shoots the predator right there. I hate that movie, Corey. I, you can hate it all you want. <laughs> see, right. I don't well, get next time we borrow movies, you know what he's fucking picking. Oh man. Oh fucking! I will stand up and go to bat for every Predator movie ever. Like I don't mind. I don't think we're doing another one for a while. <laughs> I don't think we are either. I mean, we have an audience for all the every Predator movie. They're clamoring for it. Yeah, that's all they want. Alex, if you like Predator, let us know. Ctage podcast at Gmail. Guess Predator 2's Rotten Tomato score. Oh god, it's got to be like forty six, thirty two, eleven. I don't fifteen. Matt was close. It's, a tw- it's a twenty-five. Damn! I went over. I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have got it. Nope. So Joe would have gotten it. Damn it. <laughs> there you go. The long and short of it is, they go to different planets to hunt different creatures. That's really what it is. There's different clan bases on the planet. So there's like a whole specific clan that comes to Earth to hunt humans. There is a clan that makes their rite of passage hunting aliens. Like, it's just all different, you know. It's all it is. They're just hunters. They're predators. <laughs> but the thing is, they keep evolving. Every And every subsequent movie from this, they have something. So this movie, all that he used was infrared. Because the predators never had a reason to do anything other than infrared. So now Arnold Schwarzenegger finds a way to outsmart him. So in the next movie, spoilers... They have infrared and ultraviolet, so they can see in extreme heat and extreme cold. And then you start getting into alien versus predators, which are a whole other can of worms. Oh, so the infrared 
is super annoying to watch in this movie. Yeah, it's also not accurate at all. I hate them. I hate the infrared <laughs> predator vision scenes. Yeah, I was about it to say, bad. the infrared, when his nose disappears when he's looking at him, I'm like, I don't think that the nose has no heat coming off of it, so I feel like... That was, a, that was an artistic choice because it's right before it, he was like caressing his like trophy skulls. So the reason he keeps hunting is because he's trying to find the perfect skull. So he found Arnold's skull, and it is the perfect skull. It is. Was crafted by angels. It is the perfect (laughs) skull, am I right, ladies? All right. So my question, for science purposes, yes, is mud actually yes cool enough to shut off your infrared signature? No, not shut it off, but definitely obscure it. (laughs) Again, according to Mythbusters, who have tested this, it would do it for the very first scene when it happens, like, that length of time, like, when he, like, crawls out, like, accidentally covers himself in it, like, hides under the tree, it would work for that, but for, like, that end scene, it wouldn't work even kind of that long. Like, within minutes, the mud starts equaling out to what your body is anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe, so you just gotta keep reapplying. Yeah. Right. I don't have a problem with it. I always felt that if a movie establishes a rule or a law, whether it's, like, science or not, as long as they stick with it and it's consistent, then I'm, I'm totally cool with it. It's science fiction, after all. I'm not, I'm not arguing I had a problem with it. I was just curious, from right. my own knowledge, if that was actually accurate, and I didn't think so. <clears throat> it's fine for the movie. I was just... Right, right. I wanted to know. Yeah, Mythbusters test. The one infrared scene I like, because I agree it is kind of annoying, is when uh, the Predator picks up the dead scorpion. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that one's cool. That one's almost cool because scorpion's ev- black. Well, everything behind it turns black too, mm-hmm. and then the scorpion turns black as it cools down, which is awesome. I agree. It was a cool scene. The infrared heat vision is a little bit problematic though, because why would you then want to go to the hottest part of the planet to hunt warm-blooded creatures? Like challenge. Did he want that, or did he just end up there? And he was no, lazy? no. That's what that's what she keeps she keeps saying. She's like, on the hottest summers, they oh yeah, right. People keep disappearing, and they call him the heat devil of the desert, or whatever the fuck they call it. I don't remember the predator. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like that makes no sense. If all you can use is infrared, you would think it would be the opposite. You would want to be in like Alaska during moose season. First time viewers, how'd you feel about the uh, Predator's invisibility cloak? You look like shit. It looks so bad. <laughs> but why did it look bad? Because it was... Because it was 1987. Yeah. <laughs> they hadn't done it well enough yet. It's like someone threw a really shitty quilt on top of the Predator that happened to match <laughs> trees. <laughs> or bushes. But it's still a cool concept for camouflage. Yes, because everyone else is wearing camouflage. You, you have a five-minute scene of everybody applying their camouflage before they go into battle. And you have this guy who just Press essentially... And essentially he's reflecting what's behind him to the front of him. He's like, I'm the Master Chief. Invisible. Pretty much. That would be a cool movie. It does seem a little silly that as soon as it gets wet, it starts shorting out. You figure if you had the technology to like completely make your body invisible... Camp dry. You would be able to not. You, you what know. do you know? Oh my gosh, I know that water. What? Just, water resistant, <laughs> like the Apple Watch. Hey, at least it's not, exactly it. You would think it would be water resistant at this point. At least it's not as stupid as science. This movie was awful. Okay, here we go. There's a lot of hip fire in this movie too. Yeah. Nobody ever looks. Nobody oh, yeah. ever looks on the barrel of their gun. 
Well, those guns you don't need to because you're just hosing an area. <laughs> like, let's spray take the scene spray. where they sprayed, where he kills uh, Jesse Ventura. They literally deforest an area of jungle. <laughs> if he took a in man. hopes to hit him, and it got basically him. on Mac's word because Mac is just firing, and they're like, "I guess we'll do this, do something that matches this." So Mac is screaming at the top of his lungs too. Yeah, but out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they do hit him once, though. Yeah. You get to see the glow that stick was, blood. That was before. Yeah, glow stick blood. Which is that accurate. was before they even hosed down the whole yeah, area, Yeah, that was before though. they all started doing it. That just happened. I mean, they saw him in camo. If you just look down the barrel of the gun and take a shot, you might hit him. In a spot where it would be fatal. I don't Crazy understand. Talk. See, my, my thing about, like, the barrel of the gun, you might get a good spot to hit him and kill him. The part that bothered me with that is when Apollo Creed is, like, chasing after His the guy. Carl Weathers. Whatever. <laughs> His name's I, Dylan? I, he is a treasure. I, I said what I said. I know. Dylan. Um, so, like, he's chasing after um, Mac? Is that, that one was Mac, right? Yeah. The other black guy? Chasing after Mac? Yeah, he goes is like I'm gonna go get Mac and bring him back to the chopper. Oh, Mac, Mac goes crazy with Mac the minigun. Mac up behind him is like I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They're both sitting there with loaded guns, hidden. The printer is turned around, not paying attention, like not even in like just kind of like getting his like doing his predator things up in a tree. They couldn't just pick up the gun and. Let's see if I get a clean shot. I had that. No, no, if they like did have a clean yards. shot. <laughs> I had that written down too. Like that was that the one sense. part I wanted to see them why, at least try. Why yeah. sneak up on it? You're not going to. Like no, not all, yeah. <laughs> and as soon as they start trying to like sneak up and get in position, done. It's like here's a twig break, realizes what's happening, and then blows the one dude's head off. That was a good scene. Yeah, cool. the thing I bother was the fact that if you can finally see this invisible creature, kind of. That's been murdering everyone. Why would you stop looking at it and start like maneuvering? Exactly. Yeah. It's just I'm, I'm not talking about like just Mac just sitting there. He's like, okay, you go around behind him. I'm gonna stay here. And Mac's like, I'm just gonna crawl over here and hope for the best. Yeah. And just look up. Oh, shit! Laser vision. I'm <laughs> dead. Bye. Yeah, that was that was silly. That was that was the one like point in the movie. It's almost like that uh, classic horror movie thing. Don't don't go through the door. Why are you going? Why are you going through the door? You're gonna die. Like as soon as they started moving, I was like, they're gonna die. I knew it. I knew it was gonna happen. You could have picked the gun up. You know, <laughs> got a nice shot. Ready. You're laying under the trigger, but it jams and it goes click, and then he turns around like, what the hell was that? That would have been cool. That would have been really cool, actually. Gun jam. Gun uh, jam in Cambodia. That sounds like perfect sense to me. Yeah, but like he like fell. His gun is, like, covered in, like, whatever is on the floor of the Cambodian jungle. He Much. rips off his jacket, pulls the rest of the bullets out of, like, the hip cartridge he had. It's totally conceivable that the gun jams after that. That, was, that scene is one of the few gripes that I had with this movie. Mm. That scene bothers me a lot mm. upon, like, rewatch number 49 and 50. <laughs> yeah, I'd say this is easily in my 50s. Holy crap, guys. I love it. <laughs> I watch this movie at least three, four times It's like a the year. perfect movie to have on, like, on a Saturday when you're doing shit around the house. Just put it on the background. Stop every five minutes or so. Check out what's going on on the screen. When you're watching this movie, Corey, are you in uh, a speedo just stroking your leg? No. 
But I am stroking my okay, I yeah, definitely you. like gotcha. I have you forever. In my head canon, it's a speed up. <laughs> he holds his leg up to the screen, he's like, Is there another predator? Is there another predator in the future? Oh, do you, do you like your little friend? Do you like him? <laughs> Get a picture of me. Get a picture of me with the predator. It's on your leg, Corey. Get a picture with me. God, you're angry when this movie's on for the sixth time today. <laughs> Man, it's my proudest tattoo. I got it for free, and it's award-winning. Like, I can't... It's great. It's the seventh day of Hanukkah. I will get what I want. <laughs> no. Already got pencils and a folder. <laughs> I want the Predator tattoo for day seven. What do you want for day eight? I don't give a fuck about day eight. I just want this. I don't give a fuck about the rest of my life. Also, like, the last thing I made a note of, in contradiction to what you guys are talking about, is that this movie has very little rewatchability for me. I've already seen everything that happens. Unless I forget a minute detail, I don't ever need to watch Predator again. Maybe I would watch the last half hour again, because really, everything before that is nonsense. The actual reveal, or the two actual reveals, the one where, like, he, like finally comes up, his cloak shorts out, and, like, you really get, like, a full view of what he is. And then when he decides to take his mask off... Mandibles. I don't ever need to see that again on purpose. I That gives me chills every time. Every time a predator, like, pops off, like, the two, like, hoses, and the air, like, comes... Another movie fact I didn't write down is the reason the predator has mandibles is James Cameron always wanted to see a monster with mandibles. I said that. Did you? I said James Cameron, James Cameron was the one that came up with the idea. For mandibles? <laughs> For the Did you mention mandibles? I don't think I mentioned the word mandibles, but... Mandibles. He said that before we started We're arguing. Uh, Shut up, Frank. <laughs> I'm going to start with the mandibles part first. Kind of pointless since he's got jaws under it. Yeah. A. B. The air comes out of the mask. But at no point do they say that predators can't breathe our atmosphere... Because in the other movies, which I've seen much more recently, there's Predators Without Masks every day. Most of the time. Armor? I know, I get the armor, and I love the Predator armor. Like, when he takes off the mask, I'm like... <sighs> you're an ugly motherfucker. Enough, also- you're, you're an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> it's also got the, uh, the onboard computer with the eyes... But just, like, the air coming out, I'm like, why is there air? Like, does he, is he always breathing the air because, just in case? That's fine. But it's just like... At least just for effect. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely more of an effect. Though. To both your points, the air coming out sounds cool, and the mandibles look cool. Mm-hmm. That's the only they reason. It takes off the shoulder-mounted gun, too. I'm like, come on, dude, that was your. That was the only thing you had. No, man, he's got the sick... I know, the sick gauntlet, I like that, too, but I'm just saying. Which does magically become much wider as the... Uh... Well, it's got to fit on Arnold's head. Yeah. It's usually about, you know, the width of his hand... So let's say... As most gauntlets are. Yeah. Like, let's say seven inches. And then when it has to go around Arnold's head, it's like a foot and a half wide. That's when they got more money. I saw that and I was like, huh? Goes around his head? They also, um... This is the only time in the Predator franchise where the little laser tracking system um, can actually physically heat the, um... Like, he uses them to heat, like, the, uh the gauntlet blades. Like, at no other point does it do, does it do that. It also doesn't make sense that it can do that, because wouldn't you then feel a burning sensation when it aimed at you? Kind of seems they overlooked that. 
87. Did he he fire it on the Gaunts to do it, or did he just... Yeah, it was always, it was always the, uh, like, it was his targeting system. Yeah, but did he, did he, like, pull the trigger to heat the gauntlets, or was it just him using the sights that he... Oh, he was just using the sights. Oh, well then, yeah, that's silly. Yeah. Although, I guess maybe that's why Mac noticed it was on him. Or no, he saw it on his arm, never mind. Yeah. Since we asked this question every podcast, what do we all think about the villain? Love this villain. (laughs) Arnold? I think he's a dick. Wow. (laughs) Guys, the real villain is Carl Weathers. (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? Apollo Creed? Yeah, I think that's what you meant. Yeah, okay, good. Dylan? Dylan! <laughs> Dutch. That is the worst acting in the entire movie. It was yeah. really bad. Like, I got there and I kind of cringed a little bit. I was like, oh, I forgot that it's part. It's like to- a Tommy Wiseau delivered line. <laughs> Dylan! Because <laughs> some idiot said you were the best goddamn guy around. Dylan! <laughs> is Dylan the actual villain of the movie? No, it's the, the president. No, the president. It's the president. <laughs> I was joking. It's definitely the alien. Yeah. Wait, what? Tops the sequel standard for villains. I love the predator. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. But he only lasts one movie. But this one's okay. He only lasts one movie. The whole species, though. Yeah. But it's a whole species. But this one predator. None of the main predators ever make it out of the. <laughs> That's movie. what I'm saying. That's the trope. <laughs> that is. <laughs> We're such good hunters, except today. Uh. It's a pride thing, though. He was, like, probably 153 to 0 before Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) The laugh kind of got me, too. The laugh kind of bothered me. Bothered you? Yeah. I love that he typed it into, like, a speaking spell (laughs) and just started laughing. I know that was the bomb. <laughs> no, it, 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 like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't the fact like like when it was kind of um, typed like a ha 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 like that. I kind of liked. It's when it actually became like like the end of the thriller music video laugh that I was like, all right, that's kind of silly. I have a problem with it. It's fine, but he was going through all the laughs he had ever recorded. <laughs> And how does nobody ever pick up on a thermonuclear explosion in the middle of the Cambodian forest? Because no one gives a shit about the Cambodian forest. (laughs) Especially... No, it's not, because they say that this makes Cambodia It's probably Vietnam or some shit. No, it's South South America. Oh, is that where it is? Yeah, it's definitely like Mexico. Somewhere where guerrilla tactics exist. Good morning. Really? What was everybody's favorite part? If you had one. don't have to have one. I'll go first. Thanks for yes, a better yeah. show if you have one. I mean, I'm going to include the entire final fight scene because that's thrilling and amazing. That's actually what my favorite part of this movie. But small part is the fact that every time they go over a waterfall, the camera change is so drastic, it's hilarious to me. <laughs> Those are actually, my two favorite parts. That actually um, is what made me notice the um, how well it was being shot, or like the quality of the film that they were using. And then you saw the waterfall drops. And you're well, like, like, oh you're my like, God. like it's like kind of like it kind of looks like that for most of the, for like early in the movie, uh-huh. and then it gets better after like the gorilla fight scene, and it's like they just filmed like the waterfall drop scene early, so they just use the same footage because it looks it is like apples and oranges with how good the footage is. Because it looks it looks awful. <laughs> it looks actually awful. Good to know that the remastered version was worth the rent. <laughs> What'd you pay to rent it? If you don't mind me asking. Four bucks. I paid five bucks to own it. <laughs> On Blu-ray. I don't need to watch it again. So. <laughs> Today. I. <laughs> Still the, true. Like I said before, um, the reveal. 
when the Predator takes his mask off for the first time. Alright, my favorite part was uh, when they were taking over the camp. I just thought that was fun. It's a really fun a action cool scene. explosions and shit. I did read that that scene was included to, like, fit the trope of 80s action movies. It makes sense. Eight more 80s cheese. But the Predator, I mean, I don't think the Predator goes after that team unless they take out that entire camp. Pretty much with one hand tied behind their back. Think about it, like, so he's tracking them in the, he's tracking them, sure. He doesn't technically know they're elite great warriors until he watches them, like, mow down, like, a hundred guys. And he's like, wow, these guys are the best of the best. If I can kill them... So now they're worthy yeah. of his time. So you're saying that they brought down the wrath onto themselves? Yes. Interesting. Yes, I am. That's with, why... With their hubris. <laughs> that's why yes. Dylan is the villain of the movie. <laughs> that's that's the Instagram one we should have done. We should have done that. <laughs> yes, I might do that. Okay, great. Let's do it. I mean, you could write like some kind of weird thesis paper on <laughs> how Dylan is the villain of this movie because like he refuses to believe the predator is real for the longest of any of them. He's like, it's just a couple of guys. Let's just go. Let's go fight them. Even after seeing Jesse the Body Ventura's cauterized wound that blew out his entire chest cavity, it's the AK forty-seven does that sometimes. Yeah. It's the minigun. He was blowing it off and it melted through his chest. You didn't say yours yet. I'm getting there. God damn it. Uh, my favorite part's the mud fight scene. I mean, come on. He makes a longbow out of some fucking sticks, shoots some explosive arrows, disappears because he's got mud all over him. It's perfect. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he didn't forget all of his Conan the Barbarian. Right, tricks. exactly. Exactly. It was Conan, <laughs> but against the Predator. I've been in a movie like this before. <laughs> I love this part with the mud. <laughs> I remember how to shoot a bow and arrow. It puts the mud on its skin. Or it gets the hose. <laughs> wow. All the parts you guys mentioned, among my favorites. I have several favorite parts in this movie. I do love the fact he makes Boy Scout traps. That's very, like, First Blood Rambo-esque. That's, like, my favorite part of that movie also. I love the mayor wrestling. That's <laughs> <laughs> right sequel. in the beginning. It tells you that this is what we're getting. It's a background sequel's phone. Do it. <laughs> I love the predator gathering the trophies. Like when he, you see the faraway shot of him on top of the tree ripping out the spine. Yeah, the spine skull combo. It's really cool. And so I love scary. Arnold yelling at the predator, Kill me! Do it! Do it now! I love it. <laughs> Come on! Do it! And then he measures the skull with his claws. No, no, like, no, that's no. much later in the fight. No. You're perfect. <laughs> I have a place on my mantle. He did. Another semi-grape that I had um, was the, um, the first time you see the Predator bleed. So the Predator bleeds, puts a whole bunch of blood on that huge leaf, and then she walks up and like touches it and is like all confused about it. And then Carl Weathers actually comes up, physically grabs her away from the leaf without looking at it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't, Why are these hyper-elite, super-trained soldiers not, one, following the trail, or two, noticing the blood on the leaf? Noticing the blood, good point. Carl Weathers is not a hyper-elite super No, 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 player. I understand that. there. Yes, you're right. He used to be. No, he used to be a soldier, but he's not part of that elite squad. But at no. the very least, you figure that they would have wanted to... 
track him down, so why did they not follow the trail? Because he was on the ground at the time. I love the fact, too, that Billy is staring at the tree. He's like, something in the trees. But the camo's good and doesn't know what he's looking at. And then when they figure out that the jungle can come alive and take people, that's a good line in the movie, that they know what to look for. That's why Mac can see the predator from really far away. I don't know how easily he's, Billy's swayed there. He's like, well, I guess it must be nothing. <laughs> he's conflicted, man. He knows something's The up. sense of overwhelming dread I have is probably just gas. We can go, guys. <laughs> Damn tacos. <laughs> Billy just knows things. He looks around. There's a firefight. Twelve men. It was a firefight. <laughs> 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 An opera starts playing. <laughs> he, he just dust pops in the middle of the street. Oh, God, I love the Boondock Saints. Six guns. So good. Why don't you let me come up with the theories? Alright, I have one thing left. Go ahead. And then I'm done. Until we rate it. Um, Alright, so mine is, no one gives a shit about Hawkins at all. They kill Hawkins, they later kill Blaine, and they're like, we gotta catch a thing that killed Blaine. <laughs> no one gives a shit. <laughs> I think they all forgot that he was even there. <laughs> so did we. It was amazing. Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> Who's Hawkins? I was no. saying that to my roommate. I was like, when they killed Hawkins, like, who's Hawkins? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Porkins. Nobody remembers him. I do. I do. Forever in my heart. I'm done, guys. I'm fresh out. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Let's rate this. Is that it? We're good. All right. Let's rate this Putra Madre. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Too wow. I don't know what's happening anymore. (laughs) Complete that if you want. I don't the, know what you the said. The Espanol, yeah, bleep the Espanol <laughs> for our Hispanic listeners. Hey, you have some. We do. Oh, okay. The Spanish people that listen to the show taught me that term, so. Shout out. Gracias. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> so I think that's going to do it for our coverage of. Nope. Nope. You guys are not going to get the best part of this episode. <laughs> Or that <laughs> best episode you never heard. <laughs> so I think that's going to do it for our coverage of Predator. Let's get into rating the movie. Here at Zero's Talking Heroes, we rate each movie that we review based on our patent-pending Infinity Stones system, which consists of us giving each movie a number of Infinity Stones based on how good we thought it was, with one being the lowest score and six being the highest score. I thought you were shaking your head no like I was wrong. <laughs> it's lies. One is not the lowest score. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the lowest stone number. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> with one being the lowest... Sequel has a zero in mind, Joe. I do. Did you give a shard to uh, F? Yeah, yeah, you gave a shard to F Howard shard. the Dark. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. I don't know where I am. One, is, one is the lowest score, six is the highest score. If you give it a six, you, c- you have the option to give it an Infinity Gauntlet at your discretion. And let's go into rating Predator. Matt. Predator. Um, you know what? So the amount of stones that I'm going to give the movie Predator, which came out in 1987, is going to be the same amount of years I was when it came out, which is three. Um, I'm trying not to grade it too much on the fact that it aged overly well, or the fact that its cheese level is super high. It was the beginning of a franchise. Uh, excuse me. 
it was the beginning of a franchise which which still exists to this day, and that's impressive. Um, I like Predator. I like the quote actors in this movie, and um, I would watch this again. Mud fight and all. Frank, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go one stone up on Matt. I'm going to say four stones. Um, I had fun. It it looked good in some parts. Some parts it doesn't look good, but that's something that you're going to have to get over. It was done in the 87. So, uh, the story wasn't really crazy, but it was good, easy to follow, and the action was just amazing. It's four stones. Sequel. It's a totally biased opinion. I'm giving this five stones. This movie, it's... There's nothing really to it plot-wise, but the action is awesome for the time. It, it's just, I think it has a lot of rewatchability. It's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. There's not a lot of things in there that's going to bother you and piss you off. I, I give it five stones. I mean, anything on my Mount Rushmore of 80s action movies has to have at least five stones. I would hope so. He can't keep talking about Mount Rushmore. It's bringing back memories. flashbacks. You know, and flashbacks. Corey, what do you think? I'm going to go up a little bit more in the sequel. I just love The Predator too much. It's the same type of bias opinion. It's not going to get the full six. It is going to get a five and a half for me, though. Oh, got it. Um, it is as close to a six without actually being a six, I guess is the best way to say it. It's There's too much about this movie that just I love, and having my favorite movie monster has to count for something, right? Hell yeah. So I don't think this movie is wonderful. The acting is not good. The only two people who... I have to look up his name because I don't remember. The guy who played Pancho, Richard Chavez, and Carl Weathers are the only two who really know how to act in this movie. That's why I said quote actors. But, I mean, it's not a bad movie. The first two-thirds of this movie are two stones for me. But I'm giving this movie three stones overall because the final sequence is amazing. Like, if you just showed me that for an hour and a half and drew that out, I would be glued to my seat. Because it really plays to the strengths of everyone in this movie, Arnold not talking and fighting the Predator. That's really what I needed this movie to be. So, based on that, how amazing that was, I'm bumping it up a stone to three. And that's what I say. And that's it for Predator. So, here's the part of the episode where we go around the table and recommend what you should do in between... When this episode comes out, and when our next episode comes out. Frank? I'm going to recommend that you guys watch the CW crossover, because um, Corey and I really liked it, and I think that uh, you'll like it too. Once I get caught up, I'm totally watching it. Corey? Since you just listened to us talk for an hour about a movie that came out in the late 80s, I want you to go in and dust off an old movie that you own. Not to rent it, don't buy something. Just find an old movie that you remember loving as a kid and see if it holds up for you. That this one definitely does. Preferably not Howard the Duck. Definitely not <laughs> Howard the Duck. You can watch Howard the Duck. I said preferably. They can. I mean, do what you want. Yeah. It's a free country. Matt? I'm going to start mine with a question, because I don't remember if I suggested this. Did Star I suggest... Wars Rebels, yes. Well, that, that was, <laughs> that's my second thing. Uh, did I suggest Geek Wars yet? No. Okay. Uh... If you're listening to this podcast, you obviously like podcasts. Why not try a trivia podcast about geek knowledge? It's fun. It's funny. And I was on it. Geek Wars is a DM's Block podcast, and it just had its third episode drop this Saturday. So it's going to be pretty current for a while. And it was pretty fun to be on and pretty fun to listen to. 
Um, also, uh, Star Wars Rebels, because if you're going to see Rogue One, they're going to be in there. It's so soon. Uh, it's so soon, oh my god. I don't even know what to do with myself. Sigma, do you have yours? Yeah. Alright, good. If you're employed and you work at a company and you don't know everybody who works there, go find someone you don't know but you see around and just have a conversation with them. Introduce yourself. Ask what you do at for the company. See just, if they like Predator. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Use that as your opener. You ever see Predator? <laughs> just break the ice with Predator. There you go. It's a whole different context for me. <laughs> also, find something you like and make a Mount Rushmore and send them to us via any option that we're going to list in a minute. I'm going to recommend that you learn how to play a new game. Like, if you don't know how to play chess, find someone who knows how to play chess. Have them teach you to play chess. Or just, you know, Google it, if that's too hard. Or backgammon, or some other game. Chinese checkers, I don't know. Dominoes. I'm done listing examples. That's going to do it for our episode here. If you'd like to get into contact with us, let us know what you thought about The Predator, or our coverage of The Predator, and the stuff that you actually got to hear on our coverage of The Predator. Wow. You can do that in so many ways, the first of which is by sending an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at zthpodcast. You can send us a picture at Instagram at zthpodcast. You can search for us on Facebook with Zero's Talking Heroes in the search bar. Or facebook.com backslash zthpodcast. And last but not least, find us on iTunes and give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying what you're hearing. And if you want to accompany your five-star rating with a review, we'd appreciate that. If you need something to write in your review, maybe list your Mount Rushmore if you don't feel like sending it to us. Please include what the Mount Rushmore is for, otherwise we'll be very confused. (laughs) Four random names. (laughs) What are we doing next week? Next week, we'll be doing Star Wars The Force Awakens. It's finally happening. It's so... It's happening, guys. Matt's having a seizure. <laughs> Just unrelated. Corey has the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> I got the vapors! <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for tuning in to this train wreck of nonsense called Zero's Talking Heroes. On behalf of everyone else, so long. Bye.